I went over to Scotland about six weeks ago. We went on a whiskey distillery tour and it was just, it was sad and fantastic. And he was a, like a beautiful man, wonderful man. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. Off the ball, daily. Hello and welcome to Friday's Rugby Daily. My name is Richie McCormack. On the way, Leinster, Ulster and Connacht have named their teams for their games this weekend in the United Rugby Championship. D-Day appears to be approaching for Eddie Jones as England head coach. But first, Ronan O'Gara has officially distanced himself from the England head coach's job. The La Rochelle head coach's name had been regularly linked with a potential appointment by the English RFU following a terrible 2022 for Eddie Jones. O'Gara himself previously said he'd be open to the prospect of at least discussing the job should it become available. But as I told you here in the podcast last week, the Corkman is set to sign a new three-year deal with La Rochelle to take him up to the 2027 World Cup. O'Gara used his weekly column in the Irish Examiner today to distance himself from the England job, saying the RFU did contact him, but crucially, he wasn't offered the England job. O'Gara says it's incredibly disappointing to hear claims the England interest was being used as leverage for a new deal with La Rochelle. Contracts are being prepared for his extension with the reigning European champions and he's leaving talks to his agent. O'Gara is currently banned from matchday activity until the end of January due to his latest disciplinary misstep with La Rochelle second in the top 14 ahead of tomorrow's game away to Stade Francais. Regarding that England job, Eddie Jones' future as head coach should become clearer by the middle of next week. The RFU's review panel is meeting on Monday following a disappointing autumn campaign with the findings to be discussed on Tuesday. Jones is stepping down after next year's World Cup in France regardless, but there have been calls for him to go sooner. For what it's worth, O'Gara claimed in his column that his sense is the RFU won't change anything until after the Six Nations. Former England captain Lewis Moody says they need to replace Jones now. It wasn't great and much needs to improve. Uh, you know, I'm, you know, you look with the World Cup and the Six Nations around the corner and I wonder where that improvement's going to come from now. Um, there's no doubt the talent is there, the players are there. We see it week in, week out in the Premiership. Um, it's how you harness that. And uh, in such a short period of time, it'll be the challenge. Is it time to replace Eddie Jones? Before the autumn, I, I would have said definitely not. Um, I definitely think there are questions to, to ask now around that, especially with the, the performances seemingly getting worse rather than uh, rather than better. So, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that questions are now being asked and. Uh, and we'll see, I suppose, what the next couple of weeks holds. However, one of Moody's successors, Chris Robshaw, believes Jones needs more time. I think it's an interesting one. I saw a tweet earlier about how eight months ago they were saying the same thing about Gareth Southgate and the England football team. And you now look at the ability and how they're playing in this World Cup and they've been superb. So obviously the USA game was a bit slow, but to go top of the group and onto the last 16 is amazing. So in sport, as you know, as I know, things change very quickly. And I very much believe Eddie is the right man to lead the squad. Uh, I, from my experience he's the best man manager I've ever worked with and his ability to make players better and better and, and he'll definitely be someone who'll go away and study what went right but very much importantly what went wrong and why things didn't work From a neutral perspective on this morning's OTB AM Alan Quinlan said a change could be coming England's way But you know when you run a kind of a tough ruthless environment which you know, it's top-end sport. It's not Molly Coddling either. You know, you have to have a bit of pressure and you have to have standards and all that kind of stuff. But then when the results starts creaking a little bit, you hear little things that certain guys, um, you could get more out of them. On paper and the evidence of what you see from England players, they're underperforming. Mm. You know, they're not a team that maybe are as dominant 
Um, given the players they have, it's and I'm not saying they have this wonderful talent of 30 players that are unbelievable, the world's best, but you see what Rassi Erasmus and Nienenbar have done to South Africa. You sense that England are kind of a bit of a sleeping giant like that. If they if 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 they get have a little bit of change, maybe there is a lot more potential. I don't know. Eddie Eddie Jones has you know had had great success for himself in the coaching in his coaching career, but he's kind of been up down up down for the last number of years. And you know England are one of the powerhouses of world rugby. Whether we like it or don't like it as Irish people, that's the way they are. But you sense now that you know they're they're not really sure their identity. They're not really sure which way they play. Um, can they overpower teams like traditionally they've done? You know the results just haven't been good enough. So I suspect they will make a change. I don't know. And um, you know, as I said this on Monday to Ger, I said Eddie Jones is, you know, he he's very outspoken. He's always kind of throwing little jibes at different coaches different players and uh, uh, you know he's a real character in the game and um, but I think there's something could happen out of this you know Now to matters closer to home and Leinster and Ulster have named their teams for tomorrow evening's URC Derby at the RDS James Lowe will make his first appearance of the season for Leinster having been named on the wing for that derby he's been out with a calf problem since the Ireland tour of New Zealand also restored to the starting 15 are Hugo Keenan and Jemison Gibson Park Ian Henderson will captain Ulster upon his return to the side which comes interestingly a blindside flanker Let's start with the Leinster team and Hugo Keenan starts at full back tomorrow evening with Jimmy O'Brien and Lowe on the wings. Gary Ringrose captains the team from outside centre with Jamie Osborne inside. Ross Byrne is named at out half with the first appearance of the season for Jemison Gibson Park. In the front row are Kean Healy, Ronan Kelleher and Michael Alalatoa. James Ryan and Jason Jenkins packed down in the second row. Ryan Baird is named on the blind side, World Rugby Player of the Year Josh van der Flyer on the open and Jack Conan is at number 8. For Ulster, Mick Lowry is named at full back with Ethan McElroy and Stuart Moore on the wings. Stuart McCloskey returns following international duty to partner James Hume in the Ulster Centre while Billy Burns and man of the moment John Cooney are the halfbacks there's a front row of Andy Warwick Tom Stewart and former Leinster man Marty Moore Henderson starting in the back row allows Alan O'Connor and Kieran Treadwell to partner up in the second row Henderson's on the blind side Marcus Ray at open side and Nick Timoney will start for Ulster tomorrow evening at number 8 much like Stuart McCloskey for Ulster, Mac Hansen is back to provincial action with Connacht for tomorrow afternoon's visit of Benetton to the sports ground. That's one of six changes from last week's disappointing defeat to Munster. Hansen comes in for Alex Wooden, while on the other wing there's a first appearance of the season for Dermot Kilgallen. Kieran Marmion replaces Quail and Blade at scrum half. There's a new second row partnership and Paul Boyle comes in for Jarrah Butler. That Connacht team in full sees John Porch retain his full back spot with Hansen and Kilgallen manning the wings. Tom Farrell and Bundiaki continue in the centre while Jack Carty and Marmion make up the halfbacks there's an unchanged and vastly experienced front row of Dennis Buckley Dave Heffernan and Finlay Beelham then it's that second row tandem of Ushin Dowling and Niall Murray Kean Prendergast and Connor Oliver keep their places on the flanks with Boyle starting at number 8 it was an error strewn performance that cost Connacht the result away to Munster last week and tight head Finlay Beelham says conversations have been held since then about their error rate, uh, we had a few tough words uh, yesterday. Not just um, not just on that, but uh, in uh, all play in general. So um, got a lot of messages out there yesterday, and lads got a few things off their chest. Had some really honest conversations, and uh, look, whatever. Uh, look, we always back uh, Jack and the rest of the backs to do their thing. They're um, all intel- all incredibly talented rugby players, and um, look, we're. 
We're in the meat grinder up the front, just putting the head down and pushing, doing all that pretty stuff. So, um, look, I'll, uh, I'm always going to back those boys, whatever they do. And, um, yeah, I'll just keep my head in the, in the dark places. It's, yeah, it's probably what I'm good at. That's it for today's and indeed this week's Rugby Daily. Don't forget to subscribe to the OTB Rugby Feed and to leave all of your positive feedback. I'm Richie McCormick and there'll be more Rugby Daily for you next week.